All right. Yesterday we read from 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 8, which is our main text, mostly verse 8. But I'll start from verse 1. Therefore I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there's one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I'm speaking the truth in Christ and not lying a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Verse 8, our main verse. I desire, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. The New Living Translation reads, in every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. Yesterday, in that verse, we looked at the lifting up of holy hands. I'm sure that was very important to you yesterday. That was quite amazing, just to hear that. Today, I want us to look at the part etang before that. I desire, therefore, that men pray everywhere. That's what I want to look at, a praying church, or the praying everywhere phenomenon, a praying church. I was quite amused this morning when I was listening to uh, talk radio and specifically they were talking about the current pandemic, Omicron, how it behaves, and they had different specialists talking and uh, uh, on different viewpoints. They were all agreed on everything. What really struck me was, of course, as much as it's early days, it seems like, and I say that advisedly, that the Omicron variant seem not to be causing people to have severe diseases, such that we have less and less people, and I'm learning all this language from the, the good doctor here, we have less and less people who are oxygen dependent. Did I get it right? Yeah, so we have more, fewer people on ventilators uh, you see, at the onset of any strain or any strand or any uh, different strand of this virus, within two weeks or so, there's a certain pattern that you can see already. And with the previous waves, second wave, third wave, by this time we had a lot more people on ventilators and a lot more people with pneumonia, COVID. This time around we have less people with that. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, with the numbers that he gave, I mean, it was not even a, a hundred people who were on ventilators in the particular study they were doing. And yet they did have about 200 plus minus people who needed oxygen, but that's on, on and off basis. It's S and when. It wasn't really critical. And he said, in his own words, you know, we are still studying this. We don't know how this is going, but this is what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to pray for us. I found that intriguing. This was uh, Dr. Freddy Tlongwani, 
who is the acting CEO Wako George Mukari Hospital in Harangua. So I asked you to pray for us, and I thought, wow, I wonder if you knew that we're going to a prayer meeting tonight. Because, you see, people who deal in life and death, scientists, doctors, and people who deal in those dimensions, they will tell you that after everything is said and done, when they have done what they could do, medically speaking, as scientists, the rest really is in the hands of God. There is no true, genuine scientist who can ever get to a point where they don't believe in God. Because they know, even with certain operations, when they have had an operation and it's a successful operation, they will tell you, we have done all that we can do. We will just see what the outcome will be. Now it's in the hands of God. And I thought this CEO was much more enlightened than many Christians. I don't know if he's a Christian. Maybe he is. I don't know. But I thought I was very proud of him and felt very proud that this man is actually saying this openly without hiding. How prayer is needed. And this is what Paul is trying to impress on this church at Ephesus, conveying the message to Timothy, I desire that men pray everywhere. I'm longing, I'm wishing for a praying church. I'd love the church to understand the importance of prayer. The word everywhere there, when it says, I would that men pray everywhere. It's more correctly translated, I wish that men pray in every place. But we also know that when he says in every place, he is not suggesting that any public space we find ourselves in, we must just indiscriminately start speaking in tongues. But what he is actually saying is wherever the Christians congregate and assemble, I wish they could understand the priority of prayer. I wish that Christians could understand that you can't just meet as Barcelona and have your business as Barcelona and live without praying. Because prayer should be the DNA of God's people. It should be what we do. We must be known for that. In fact, I think Paul was borrowing from what Jesus said in Matthew 21. And I read from verse 12, it says, Jesus went into the temple of God and he drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple. So here it is. This is a temple. It has lost its use. People no longer understand what it's meant for. They are no longer using it for its purpose. Here they are, they are selling in the temple. It says Jesus overturned the tables of the money changers. Who are, who are dealing in currency and foreign currency. And he overturned the seats of those who sold doves. Why is he doing that? Verse 13, he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Mara, you have changed it and you have made it a den of thieves. Why is he saying this? Because you've got to understand, these people, as they sold and as they were dealing in business, there would be corruption involved. 
corruption I call it today. So not only were they selling in the house of God, they were propagating corruption in the house of God. And it angered Jesus so, and he reminds them. What he said there, when he said, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, he's quoting from Isaiah chapter 56 verse 7, in case you don't know. Because as I said before, and as we've said before, the Bible is a continuing revelation. Every doctrine and every belief has its roots in the Old Testament. And Jesus himself, even when he preached, he was very clear that he didn't come to undo the law or to nullify the law. He came to fulfill the law. He didn't come to bring his own thing. He came to build on what the prophets and the apostles had done. So Jesus is saying the temple, the temple of God must be a house of prayer. And so Paul comes in years later and he emphasizes what Jesus said about the church. It's a place of prayer. When we assemble as believers, we should not neglect the discipline of prayer. And so I want to show you 10 reasons why prayer matters. 10 reasons why prayer matters. Paul says, I would that men pray everywhere. Why is it so important, Paul? Why is it such a priority? Why does it matter so much? I'll give you 10 reasons. Number one, prayer brings God onto the situation. Somebody said, prayer attracts God. In Psalms chapter 66, verse 16 to 20 in the NIV, it says, come and hear all you who fear God. And let me tell you what he has done for you. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But God has surely listened. And God has heard my prayer. Praise be to God who has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. I find it always intriguing to note this principle that God, much as he knows what he, we need, much as Abba knows what you need in the words of Jesus, he still expects us to do the asking. See, most people saying, I'm waiting on God to sort this thing out, to change that. And I'm almost sure God looks over the balconies of heaven and says, I'm waiting on you. Because you haven't, you haven't said anything about the situation. When you read the Bible, you'll find that 95%, around 95 to 99% of the times when God did something, it was in response to prayer. There are very few instances in the Bible where God does things sovereignly. Of course, they, he is a sovereign God. He can do whatever. But you see, prayer is we, we invite God into the affairs of our lives. Note what Jesus says. Let your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. In other words, it's through prayer that we invoke God's will in our lives. So prayer, through prayer, we attract God. Through prayer, we invite God 
to be involved in the affairs of our life. Can I hear an amen in the house? When we deal with our sin and deal with our hearts, God listens to our prayers and he acts on our behalf. For that reason, before you pray, make sure you resolve matters. Because leaving things that are unresolved will make it difficult for you to approach God in prayer. And even when you approach God in prayer, you won't be honest, you'll feel let down, you'll feel vulnerable, causing your prayers to be distracted and your prayer not to be genuine. I learned this many, many years ago when they were teaching, one preacher was teaching, and he said, one of the best ways to learn to live a victorious life is the minute you miss it, confess it before God and get rid of it in your life. Don't wait until in the evening confess in the morning. Which means the whole day you are walking under this canopy of condemnation. The whole day And he said, learn to deal with that so that even when you miss it, you can confess it because God said if you confess it, he says, I am faithful and just to do what? To forgive you and to do what? Oh, let's be Bible. Let's go. Let's go. 1 John 1 9. We learn Bible. Let's go. We learn Bible. Let's go. We learn Bible. Let's go. How about you? Can I not get a root? I'm going to go to Baba Chichi Rizava. I'm going to go to Baba Chichi Okay? It says, if we confess our sins, he is what? To do what? Uh-huh. It says what? I can hear you, class. It says what? If, if we do what? How many of you know that the word if is a condition? Huh? If we confess our sins, he's what? He is, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't jacha. If we confess our sins, he is what? Oh, he's what? He's what, Basalam? He's, he's what? He's what? So it means God's not going to change his mind. All right? He's made a promise. He's going to keep to his promise. He is faithful and what? Just means he is a just God. He's a God of justice. Justice is based on laws that are there that people should work within those confines. In other words, whatever God has put out as his word, as his law, he will be governed by that and not by what he wants to do. Let me give you an example. When, when, when the children of Israel sinned, there was one day God was so fed up that he went to Moses and he said to Moses, I want to kill all these people and I'll start with you a new generation. And Moses then goes to God's justice. And he says, if what will I say to the other people? Because when are you promised? That, that, that's justice. You, you promised that you will multiply them. And the Bible says, and God repented. Hey! A 
And God repented. It's not a repentance of repenting from sin. The word repent means to make an about face, to turn around. God turned. They were going to die, was the Lord. God was angry. Even in his anger. He couldn't just act on his anger. He is too bound to his justice. God is too faithful to his word. He has exalted his word above his own name. He says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will stand forever. Even in his anger, he cannot violate what he promised you. He is faithful and just to what? To forgive our sin and I saw it and to do what from what from 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 all unrighteousness which means after you've confessed there's no trace of what you have done Ah, you're not getting it. No trace. And God is bound by his word to forgive you and to cleanse you. So here we go. Make sure the sooner you miss it, deal with it on the spot. That doesn't mean you must just go around sinning knowing that God will forgive you. But if should you miss it, deal with it on the spot. Why? So that when you approach God in prayer, You can do so with confidence. The epistle of John says, if our hearts condemn us, we have no confidence towards God. Ah, but this is the confidence that we have in him. That if you ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Can I hear a good amen in the house? Oh yeah. So that's the first thing. Prayer brings God on the scene. It attracts God. Some of you, you are sitting with situations, you are hoping things will change. When you are not praying about it, you are not bringing God on the scene, you are not inviting God, you are not involving God. You know, I sit everywhere, in business, in homes, in churches, so many people have so many desires. They have so many wishes. You know, sometimes people say, you know, I hear people say, no. And I say, hey, do you know how many years I prayed about this? Do you know there's a year where I threatened Bazalana or certain activities because they didn't come to pray? This is several years ago. Bazalana wouldn't come to the prayer meeting. Maraharnali uh, a year end praise Jesus stroke kumba stroke bride. They were there in large numbers. We were always oversubscribed. Marahali prayer basketball. And I remember that year Karakai Kans Kai Kans and Saleki Kansits. But not only did I cancel, I prayed about it. Prayer attracts God. Can I hear a good amen in the house? Number two, prayer 
moves the angels to work on your behalf. We have angels on assignment. The Bible in the book of Hebrews said they are there as ministering spirits. Assigned to minister, listen to this, for those, not to those. To minister for those. They are your messengers. They are there to go before you, to prepare stuff for you. Some of you, your angels have been on leave for a long time. Some of you, your angels are Your angels didn't come then. Because you don't pray. And even when you pray, your prayers are small prayers. You don't know how to ask God for big things. Get the angels to work. They've got their money's worth. You've got to work hard. Don't, don't ask for small and things. Listen what God says to Daniel. In Daniel chapter 9. While I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and making my request to the Lord. That's Daniel 9 from verse 20 in the NIV. While I was still in prayer, Gabriel... The man I had seen in the earlier vision came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. As soon as you began to pray, as soon as you began to pray, a word went out, which I am come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. (laughs) Therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. In short, prayer initiates angelic action on our behalf. It's a concept that is difficult for us to grasp because oftentimes we don't see into the spirit world. But we need to learn as children of God to put on our spiritual lenses because the Bible tells us about spiritual battles that are taking place in heavenly places on a daily basis. And therefore, it's our choice if you want to start making sure we pray prayers that can create activity in the spirit realm and influence the physical realm. We need to get God on the scene and get the angels. So as we pray, God assigns those angels to to carry out certain things on your behalf. As you're asking God for provision, God sends the angels to go and make provision for you. Ah, you're not hearing what I'm saying. You're not hearing what I'm saying. Some of you, it's about time, Lindsay, your angels out of pension. Number three, prayer binds the forces of darkness and releases the power of God to come on the situation. It's very interesting that in Ephesians 6, with all the pieces of armor that we are learning, When Paul says, be strong in the Lord, put on the armor of God, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Verse 13, he says, put on the full armor of God so that when the evil day comes, you may be able to stand your ground. But then at the end, as he goes on, he says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. It seems like the way the sentence is structured And the way the language is structured there, that the warfare 
armor that we wear, we are wearing it not only to fight in a battle on a daily basis, but more specifically in our prayer lives. Therefore, prayer becomes a weapon that attacks and defeats the evil forces of darkness. You and I were never meant to live our Christian lives on the defense mode. We were never meant to be ones who will be retreating from the devil. God offers you the armor to protect you. And he wants you to take a stand. Therefore, he says, having fought you a stand still, you must stand. And he shows you how to use every piece of armor. The shield to quench all the fiery death of the wicked one. Gives you the helmet of salvation. Gives you the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And he says, praying always. So we need to learn, Bazalan, that as we pray, prayer binds the forces of darkness. That's why, Bazalana, you got to pray over your family, pray over yourself, pray over your spouse, pray over your children, pray over your parents, pray over your pastors, pray over the churches, pray over your leaders, pray over your job, pray, pray, pray all the time. You know, I learned a very interesting thing. I won't be very explicit. But in some areas in our country, there are people that when they come into office in those areas, they don't want to take occupation of the, new, the office that was used by the person before them. Some of you may not be aware of that. And they told me, I was speaking to one some years ago, hey, ba lawyer, what you why is it so important for us, Bazalana, even when we buy land to pray over it? When you buy a house, some of you, maybe you've bought houses, you're going to be going in your new house. Remember, that house stands on a piece of land. You don't know what was happening on that piece of land. You don't know the demonic forces and powers of darkness that are on that land. You don't know what people have been doing on that land. They've built you a house, right? Or you've bought a house. You don't know the previous owner. You don't know King Ebai Chiketsin Kai. You don't know what powers have been invoked on that thing. So before you take occupation, dedicate it to the Lord. Can I hear an amen, Bazaar? Dedicated to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It's through prayer that we bind the forces of darkness. Number mark. Number what? Number four. This one I like. Tell your neighbor this one he likes. Yeah. Prayer unlocks us. It unlocks us. When we pray truthfully, when we acknowledge and confess our sin, then our prayers work. When we keep silent and we have no strength and our guilt remains, we become weak people. But when we pray, honestly, we are energized and God gives us confidence, God gives us trust, God gives us freedom. Psalms 32, verse 1 to 7 in the NIV. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven whose sins are covered. 
Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them, in whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble. You will surround me with songs of deliverance. Wow. Prayer just unlocks us. It releases us into the fullness of who we are into the fullness of our destiny. That's what prayer does. Prayer makes us to focus on God and not on ourselves. It helps us to focus on God and not on people. To focus on God from whom real power comes from. Helps us to focus on God not on our humanistic abilities and our humanistic talents. When we pray, we start believing that we are the ones capable. We start believing that God is greater than us. And we start believing we can do all things because of him who is in us. Prayer unlocks us. It brings us to the fullness, particularly when, when you pray, you become honest and sincere and open to God. No wonder Jesus said, go into your secret place. Talk to your father in secret. Just unlocks us. Number five, prayer transforms others. Praying for others changes the course of their lives. They may not even know why. They may not even know how. Our prayers can give others victory, courage, can influence their decisions can change the outcomes. Some of you, you have family members who are flirting with danger. They are living so much on the edge. And every day, they don't know. It's your prayers that sustain them. They think it's their wisdom. Job 22, 27 to 30, it says you will pray to him and he will hear you. And you will fulfill your vows. What you decide on will be done. And light will shine on your ways. When people are brought low. And you say. They are brought low. Marwe, now you say. Lift them up. Then he will save the downcasts. He will deliver even one who is not innocent. Who will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands. It's the cleanness of your hands. The, the, the prayer sahau. Your family is supported today and it's covered. The blessing of God is on the home, it's on the family, and things are happening in your home because of you. Please don't curse your families, bless them. Don't speak evil about them, pray for them. Pray for them even when they break your heart. Pray for them even when they curse you. Pray for them even when they make fun of you for believing in God. Pray for them. Even when they think you are nuts coming to prayer during the week in the evening. Pray for them anyhow. 
lavish the presence of God and the power of God on their lives. Can I hear an amen in the house? Can I hear an amen? amen. Number six. Number six. No one should ever be too busy, too blessed, or too successful not to pray. Let me say that again. No one, none of us, should ever be too busy, too blessed, too successful not to pray. I get concerned when people start making it in life. They tell you about being hectic. Look at your neighbor and say, Bishop, who really loud no boo yesterday? Wasalana, Daniel was made a prime minister. Being a prime minister, he still made time to pray as a prime minister. We find that in Daniel chapter 6. I'll read it for you from verse 6. So these governors and satraps thronged before the king and said thus to him, King Darius, live forever. All the governors of the kingdom and administrators and satraps, the counselors and advisors, have consulted together. So it was the command council. have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you must be cast down in the lion's den. Now, I'm just teasing. I'm, command cancel. I'm, saying that, I'm not saying they're doing this. I'm just teasing. But these guys, they've come together as leaders because they considered King Darius so highly, he's so highly esteemed because of his success, they all agree that from now onwards, nobody else should pray any other God but pray to you, king. At this time, Daniel is a prime minister in a foreign land. And I want to challenge some of you, Bazalon, who are out there in the corporate sector and you're playing important roles and you're placed in critical roles. And there rises a time when there's an attack on the principles of God. And through sheer popularity, everybody buys into that. I always wonder how a, a Christian person who hosts a program either on TV, on radio, is going to have a subject hosted where they question Christianity. I've never understood that. I'm, I'm, I'm God, but I've, never, I've never seen anybody from any religion who is in a, in a position that's strategic where they're going to question their religion. Instead, they do everything to advance their cause. But I see people putting pressure on believers in Christ, people who are Christian, 
whom pressure is put on them when they are in these positions to buy into the spirit of the age. This was what's happening in the case of Daniel. He has got a high position. He's a prime minister. The people there decide from now onwards, the only one who must be prayed to, it's you, O king. So the word is spread everywhere and everybody complies. You know, we have weak Christians today. Weak Christians. Yeah, that's all Sasha Pimatoho. You you are not as strong as you're supposed to be. Weak Christians who are trying to conform to the spirit of the age. We want people to like us. Even when people are blatantly insulting our God. Insulting Jesus Christ. Blatantly so. Now I'm not talking about things that we can all talk about, and say, but there are things where people just in a rough, blatant way, you, you insult the God of other religions, Utlabon. Not only will they phone into the program, they will send a hitman. Take you out. Because you don't dare ever touch certain religions. But we, our people, become so fickle and comply. Daniel was in that situation. Yeah. And know what it says. Verse 8, now king established a decree and signed it in writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians which do not alter. Therefore king signed it into a written decree. When Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, with his windows open, towards Jerusalem, he takes that posture, he kneels down. (laughs) He knelt down on his knees, not once, not twice, but three times a day. He prayed and gave thanks before his God. As was his custom since his early days. He is saying, I didn't have a position. Nobody knew about me. I was praying to God. And this God who loves me, now that I have a position, I'm going to do what I've been doing all along. This is what made me grow. This is what brought me where I am. Let them do whatever. They can throw me in the lion's den. But I'm not stopping. God give us Christians like that. Yes. Oh, Basalana, it's about time we became strong. It's about time we became bold. It's about time we, be, we stand for what we believe. We can't allow people to push us around anymore. Never. But you see, Daniel, watch. As a prime minister, he had so much to do. He was never too busy. To pray. Not once. 
but three times a day. But you can't even pray every day. You are nowhere near a prime minister. Because it's hectic. Look at your neighbor and say, what a shock. Look at your other neighbor and say, what an aftershock. Look at your other neighbor and say, what a sustained shock. A prime minister, a leader of a nation, never too busy to pray. Watch this, Bazalan. If you don't have time to pray, it's not because you don't have time. It's because you made a choice to be prayerless. But watch this, Bazalan. Whatever we value, we make time for. Yeah? If, if you want to know if you want to know where your, what your values are, look at whatever you ascribe more time to. Then you will know your value system. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm a firm propagator of early morning prayer. Before anything happens, spend time with God. Yeah. Guru, you are making a statement. Before anybody, I hina hina nalim. I want to have my quiet time. Before I talk to anybody, I want to talk to God first. Before I think about anybody, I want to think about God first. Come on now. Before I tweet anybody, before I WhatsApp anybody, come on now. Before I Instagram anybody, before I Facebook anybody. I want to talk to God first. My mind on God. My mind on God. That, that those first gifts are the first fruit of my day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting you first. It's a priority, God. That's what, how you matter. I'm not too hectic. I'm not too busy. Number seven. Prayer is the source of power and protection. We see that in Ephesians 6.18. It's the source of power and protection. Remember when we said we must pray always, we must pray without ceasing, we must pray in all situations. Let me say that again. We must pray always, we must pray without ceasing, we must pray in all situations. It's a source of power. Prayerless Christians are weak spiritually. They have no spiritual vavavum. They have no spiritual verpa. Prayerless Christians don't measure up to principalities and powers. They are a walkover in the spirit world. Prayerless Christians are fickle. When things get hard and things get tough and the battle becomes fierce, they don't have the inward strength to have him down all to stand, stand. They can't. Any small thing blows them off their feet. And that's why I'm so blessed by you, Bazalon. Every one of you, even those who are watching. In the churches and those on social media, 
I'm blessed by you. I'm thankful for you, for every one of you. In Jesus' name. Uh, give yourselves a better hand than that. That's a weak hand. I'm grateful. Why? I'm grateful because you've taken the issue of prayer seriously. Yeah. You're taking it seriously. We're here to pray. Number eight. For prayer to be effective, it must be habitual. Many of you know, you never make any progress in anything, in any discipline, if you are somebody who doesn't have commitment and you are unstable and you are inconsistent. If you're taking any studies, if you're studying for whatever, you have to do it regularly. If you want to see results with your diet, you must be consistent. If you want to see your muscles becoming bigger, go gyming. You must be consistent. You can't ujime this month, the next three months, how are you? And then the next month, why? And then why makata? When it's not effective, it, it will never work. I see there are many people who are jogging now, and which is very good. People who are running. You know that. You know, when you start, it's very hard. But it's as you stay with it. Your body starts even shaping up to that. You start building stamina. Your lungs, the atrial. You know? Your physically on the But the only way to, to grow in it is to be consistent. Unfortunately, we have a lot of inconsistent Christians who don't pray every day. Some Christians only pray hard in 20 cheese. That's the only time they pray. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm so blessed even with the morning prayer people. I'm so blessed. Some of you, some of you, we, I already know your names already. You've been there ever since the restart. It's a blessing. We have to develop habits. Note what it says, Barcelona, here about Jesus. In Luke chapter 4, verse 16, when he went to the synagogue, you remember? And he opened and spoke, spoke from the book of Isaiah. It says in chapter 4, verse 16, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. As his custom was. As his custom was. It was a habit. We must have a habit of going to church. It's mkuba wamilo. I do it as a mkuba. It's a, it's a mkuba. It's, it's, and lo mkuba doesn't, it's not controlled by the weather. Weather we are banned, we are she's a mkuba. You know, I always have difficulty when I'm traveling and I have to be traveling on Sunday. I, I, I just, you know, there's other times, unfortunately, particularly when you go transatlantic trips and so on, and it's such that there's no other way to be able to connect flights but to fly on Sunday. I feel so awkward not being in church. I've been to church since I was six years old. But it's a habit. Good habits are good, Barcelona. Have a mkuba of praying. Note what it says here. Watch. Daniel chapter 6, we've just read. It says, and he, Daniel, Daniel 6.10, he knelt upon his knees three times a day and prayed. It says, as he used to do in the past. 
It's a habit. It's a habit. You can't be effective in prayer if it's not a habit. Number nine, prayer must continue in both troubled times and in times of peace. Yeah. I know then maybe I should say this, Basalan. As South Africans, I think when festive season comes, we drop our guard. People don't go to church. People stop praying. The devil doesn't stop because it's festive season. Are you there, Basalan? As well, when it's a public holiday, I don't know what happens. When I have a public holiday, people don't come for, for church service. They, they, public holiday. South Africa, I have a public holiday on Friday, yesterday, like Thursday. <laughs> ah, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Thursday. And I have a long weekend to wear so on. It's like a Thursday. It's like a Tuesday. So, Thursday already got lunch. Thursday lunch. Come on, like say some of you. Some of you who are, who are there working on the counters or in some shop or somewhere, already let I see it. It's even worse, highly, some of the government departments. You know, if you phone after 12 o'clock on Thursday, the following day, it's a public holiday, nobody picks up the phone. You know, if you go there, you, you're not, they're not going to accept you. I remember I went to some other government office in Kasi Chokaikai, and I knew Urbako Mara. I on the door from 8 until 4. I went to 3. Katsusa Rao Rao. Karnix. Dikwalaka 4. Ninga Zongchelala. I went inside. They were serving me. I was the only one. Everybody who not jiga. I was like, I'm going to go to 12. You see? Yeah. So, Basalan, and the point I'm raising is that even in public holidays, pray. When things are going well in your life, pray. Are you understanding what I'm saying? We pray all the time. In Acts chapter 12, I won't read it, we see how the church prayed for Peter when he was thrown in prison. And lastly, and finally, I love this one. It's important to learn to pray for long periods of time. Develop stamina for prayer. Our best example is our Lord Jesus Christ. We see him in Luke chapter 6. Before he chose the 12 disciples, it says in verse 12, one day soon afterwards, Jesus went up on a mountain to pray and he prayed to God all night. Just a minute. And you can tell when people are experiencing long prayers. It's almost like somebody who doesn't understand the difference between a marathon and a hundred meter. You see, you see? So, so, oh, a hundred meter. They run their heart out. But I will run a marathon. No, you don't do that. You must get into a rhythm. And you're going to settle into a rhythm. Same ka prayer. You can see some people. But you all night prayer. 
You know, I've been to many all-night prayers. I, I never will forget one day I was preaching to one church, and I, the pastor wasn't there, and I was in charge of the church, leading teaching and so on, so I had to lead the whole-night prayer. And, well, I used to have whole-night prayers, but back then it was still fairly new for me. And I remember one guy, so we pray, so I lead the prayer, so we pray. So Banka di break, I think after an hour or two, Hunkua break. You know, so there's one guy, hey, you people, you are sleeping. I'm a congel. You know, and he's, he's very angry with them. Yeah? <laughs> so, anyhow, we go into the next session. 15 minutes into it, he was the one snoring in the corner. I mean, it was just something else. But it was hard. You could see some people. Or some of you, in prayer meetings, you doze off. You know, some, somebody was telling me they were in a prayer meeting, somebody dozed off. Yeah, I mean, they, they kept on praying, they dozed off. So they used to take breaks. So during the break, <laughs> during the break, Barabamotsos, <laughs> when they touched him, Zalana type. We basis. <laughs> oh, kitty time, Mzalwan. <laughs> but you know what, You need to practice that, to pray for long hours. Long hours, long hours, long hours. Why is it so important? Jesus was an example of that. Look at what he says in the book of Matthew, 26, 36, my last verse. Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. Now note, he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Verse 39. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground. There's the posture. And prayed, my father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not what I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples. He found them sleeping. Then he says, could you men not keep watch with me for one hour? Jesus was surprised. for one hour. Jesus is saying, any pastor who prays less than an hour, I'm a first <laughs> Jesus says, you couldn't pray. Then he goes for the second and the third time. So he prayed for three hours, and they couldn't keep up. No stamina. But see, Jesus had developed that. As I close, I really want to ask you, may not always to pray. Lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting. God wants us to be a praying church. And we can't be a praying church if the members of the church are not a praying people. I was so struck by the comments that people made about the church here, Dr. Cho. And they were visiting there from the U.S. And this minister says he was shocked. This is before the church here, Dr. Cho, became large. It was a, people were praying in a small room. He said, as we said, let's pray. There was like this, this rising of thunder. People were praying so hard, so loud, so intensely that 
Even when you had a microphone, you were trying to tell them to be quiet. They didn't hear you. The noise would literally drown out the microphone. So at Dr. Cho's church, those of you who have been with us, they, they have a bell that they have to ring the bell because it's much louder. They ring the bell. When you are there, Barcelona, when they start praying, it's like there's just some... But you see, you can't have that intensity, that passion, if you're not a disciplined prayer warrior. You, you can't pray. You can't have that type of prayer. You see... When the Bible talks about the early church, I mean, sometimes I try to imagine the atmosphere here. Yeah, they raise their voices up in one accord. I mean, on the day of Pentecost, the, 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 their noise was so loud that people came from all around. It's a sign of passion. If you've ever been in a house that's not far from a stadium, you know where I live, we're not far from FNB, you know. Back then, when we used to have the stadium full, when there's a derby, you can literally hear the fence from your house. That's what you call passion. I've never understood why we don't have passion for God. I've never understood why we can be outdone by people who are blowing, singing their lungs out over somebody who Mati sang If you don't understand, that's a ball. I've just never understood why is it that we can have... I mean, even when you go to the UK, among people in the UK who tell you that they are conservative, that they, they don't shout, they don't make noise, you know, when they're in church, they just sit there, many of them, like they're a statue, because they're the nanny, I'm worshipping God in my heart, they say. Go and see them when their club is playing. Manchester United and Arsenal. And take their shirts off. And if you've ever observed, they never sit down. They are standing on their feet throughout the match. And you come to church, you try to be nice. What's the matter with you? But I say we need to be men and women of passion. I said we need to be men and women of passion. We've got to raise the roof with our prayers. But you can't do that if you don't develop the stamina for prayer. I tell you, you have to learn to pray and stay with it and stay with it. It builds inward strength, inward energy. I can tell you when the temptations of life come, you'll be surprised. There'll be something in here that carries you. You know, it's almost like Koloia V12. You know, you know, you know, if it's turbocharged V12, and it's got all these, uh, all these features. You see, the, 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 you don't enjoy it much when you are driving from here to Paraguanath because it's to Chris Honey Hospital, Paraguanath. It's too close. You, 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 and there's too many cars. You can only drive at 60 kilometers per hour. You, 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 are, no, you, are, no, you won't enjoy it, man. No, 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 no. Take it to Lesotho. Take it to the mountains of Lesotho. Hopefully when there's no traffic, eh? We bear on a mountain like this. You can feel it drawing power from somewhere. You didn't know it had that power until you are facing an obstacle. Then it draws on the power that it has. That's what happens when we, when we are prayer warriors. When life is going uphill, the Spirit of God begins to draw on the extra table church. Take you up the mountain. You 
you wonder how you got there. You wonder how you got to the other side. But you didn't realize every day as you prayed, every day as you worshiped, he was putting extra power on the inside of you. We need to be those kind of men and women who pray. Let's stand on our feet and begin to pray. Just pray in the Holy Ghost right where you are. We were asked to pray for our nation. Let's pray for our country today. Let's pray that this Omicron will not affect us as much. Let's pray for the healing of people, for the deliverance of people, and whatever it is that God lays on your heart. Begin to pray, everybody. Begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we can pray for our nation. We thank you that we can bring people before you. We know, God, that there's a new strength that is there called Omicron. We pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, knowing fully well that you are able to save us. You are able to protect us. You are able to cover us. You are able to heal us, deliver us from the first wave, from the second wave, from the third wave, even the Delta variant that was so bad, oh God, that took so many lives. God, you were able to spare us. Even those who experienced loss of life, loss of family members, you were able to sustain them, God. Tonight as we pray, we pray right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for your mercy. We pray for your grace. We pray, God, for our nation right now in Jesus' name. Father, we are aware of how things are in the world, how rich nations of the world, in times like these, they seem, Lord, to focus on their own needs. And they seem, God, to put themselves first and put their needs first. And poorer nations are left to their own means to see, to finish. Father, when we don't have the resources we should have, when we don't have the financial muscle that other nations have, when we don't have the know-how, when we don't have all those resources, we turn to you, our God. We've always turned to you. We've always depended on you. We've always known that you are the source of our lives. We've always known that you are the sustainer of our lives. We are thankful for giving us scientists who were able to be among the first to detect the Omicron virus, oh God. We are thankful for giving us men and women who are bright, who have brains. We pray that your power and your spirit will rest upon them. God, we remember how even through our 24-7 prayer, we brought them before you. We prayed for these men and women. We pray that your grace and your mercy will rest upon them. We pray that the spirit of wisdom will rest upon them. We still pray the same, O oh God. We pray for them that the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation will rest upon them. We pray that the spirit of God will rest upon them. In the same way you gave to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Wisdom, O oh God. We pray that you impart wisdom to all our scientists. We pray for our people in the medical profession. We pray for all of those who have to administrate and work hard to be able to take care of people 
who are infected with this virus. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we are aware that it's not only the virus that we have, it's not only the COVID virus that we are faced with. We are aware of other issues like HIV and AIDS and, and TB and all other diseases that are there. We pray again, Lord, for our health system. We pray that it will not collapse under the pressure and the burden of a high intake of patients. We pray, oh God, that you will still grant our health workers the strength, the capacity, the power to be able to do what is right. We pray in the name of Jesus as we bring them before you. Mama ni monama karia to skele deba mama ni no sikresto karabaka abagre deski deba kornenama mama lenengre sekara de krebarbad alegre deskedere rebele ba korga gorangana manya na manya nga manske nambangle gedegoha hongaria no skrimba nambangle angelo Gamaniano, Yakar de Carmen Halaboko, Mambrecale Deske, Ganglege Deske, Gessili Prakal, Ganskanambus Kandach, Gimoni Anunso, Gambali Decaleda, Lacotoria Noma, Mambangari Dege, Egrika Tokosika, Mabracalacadoco, Mambracalacadoco, Mambracalacadoco, Maria Colebrefe de Bocorodea Sete, Mamacaladea. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will be able to fill our health workers with your power, with your spirit. We pray that you envelope them with your wisdom, that you build a canopy around them. In the name of Jesus, we pray for supernatural strength. We pray for supernatural ability. We pray, oh God, for supernatural insight supernatural understanding we pray oh god that they will be able to operate in the fullness of the impartation that you give to them mama ningale sikarabova rabalabakurebebaba mama ningre sikaradeya labo we pray for the healing of men and women who are lying in the icu units under ventilators right now god we pray for them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray that you reach out your hand and bring about healing. We pray for the healing power of God to go into their bodies, to go into their systems. We pray that you raise them up. We stand against the spirit of death. We rebuke the spirit of death. We command the spirit of death to leave them alone. In the name of Jesus, Maiketiri Sikarde, Mrambanga Baria Kuletese, Sklepele Bakula Mundukotale, Braparmena Mano Mosikatorode, Makaradala Matora di Silberia Tala, Jalamanongre Staga, Rafrafer Bedecretes Keterababa, Rabalaba Kuterea Sika, Bangalananamandom Brocotorosia Labo, let the power of God. Let the healing power of God, let the healing power of God, Mamalitesia Turdos, 
ብሬፎር በቴክሪነስ ክናስላ ደብራሃባጎጎ አይገገርነንጋል ረማኒንጎሎጂስክነስ ክንዳንጆሎ ዶሪያደ ማንጊትሪስ ክረስኩኖንቹሎ ኤባክነንቹሎ ቺማናናንኮናንቾንቶን ሚንግሪንጎንስኩኖንስንቴማንቸንቴ ሪምፖኒያኖንጎስከናማካኒያኖኑና ማያናናንስከንትሮኮዶማኖ አባካረዴዮኖንሶንት ሚንፍሪፎር በቴር በደካዳ ብራካለ ዳኮስክ ዶኮሎተስከነ ኦ ራባኩተ 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 ማብራካለ ባኩተ ራባለ ባካታ ራካለ ባኮቶ ብራካለ ባቶኮ ብሪማኖንቦንዶ ብረስተ ካራዴያ ሪካራባኮቶ ማምባንጎ ብረሲ ሪከተረ ደስተ ማምባኮተረ ደሳ ፋዳ ዊ ፕሬይ ኢቭን ፎር ዶስ ሁ አይ ኢን ዎርድስ whether using oxygen intermittently we pray for your power to come upon them for the healing power of god to be upon them we pray in the name of jesus that you will raise them up we pray in the name of jesus that you will lift them up we pray in the name of jesus that you will bring healing power to them we pray in the name of jesus semana gade mosketa shapra par de kerde mariandom brakala bakarde abakora de sikandomba Mamba gala dakile sikodo mama kote kordeata matetele tariator de sete prakale dekolo dokolo mango mangale dekolo desia tusto grimane manchole mengale dangel refer badenglango ngola kozikas ganaj aela kadaga aela kadaga aela kadaga aela kadaga maria kordeke rekordekerder ramanangrekale esitarde mamba Gorodea in the name of Jesus father we pray even for all the others who have been admitted in hospital because of other diseases but they have been diagnosed as been positive as well we pray for them lord for the care that's extended towards them we pray for them oh god myle mode sekarde we pray for our leaders we pray for the command council lord as they meet together as they consider the facts that are before them we pray that they will make the right decision we pray god that the decisions made will not in any way prejudice the church of the lord jesus christ we pray for them we know lord how difficult it is for them to have to juggle so many things but we pray that the wisdom of god will prevail we pray that the knowledge that comes from you will prevail it is you o oh god who's able to give wisdom to your people to the leaders ebakretes kana maya na mahala maya nonan sumbrakatagala godose baskhaleka julana rabala bakuredea mamba karadekar de gordekaraba mamane anosike ebrekale bakure mamgrakala bakarde mariando mbrakala bakurede mamane anonsingar nengarianone mamba karadekar dekoto mabrakar bedeva maria korde prefer bakuna nanso ongaboko 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 manganingalese manganingalese brakar de garde galena Lord we pray even for the church of Jesus Christ I pray Lord for the saints I pray for the children of God I pray for the church of Jesus Christ universally that we will rise up in the power of God we will rise up in the anointing that comes from you we will rise up 
in the power that comes from you, O God, and that we will be everything that you want us to be. Magresa kurudeya nama, mama makardega, rabalaba kurudeya, brambandombandonzengara, jemrandembrangala maninga, rabalaba kurabakungangara, greskendria tondreka drakada, madrakada, mandrakada, 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 brakardesetre perdeneve. Eyano moskodo, mangambrokola deskidere, manjikitiri deya, malenenenskinado, manile moskodoro, neyano sokordebe, brabalaba kure dekardeka, bapardekara na mandondele, mansingreketere deyalo, shikarde korde brabalaba korde, mambangongoro dekorde basika, kamaro sekarde karanamana, mandoro basira bakorodeya. We pray for the church of Jesus Christ that we will rise up to be an army filled with your power filled with your anointing that we will rise up by the power of God maila modeno aila monamala maila magurade maila monomoli manguli ninjele manjangambunga Repale manika, mrangambo kurdea, rabalaba kardea, jamna male tanzudo, vremandungri gudzide, bribare bakura mahaha, hekenskinasia porne, esketeren inchirina, haila kanon suntondo, haila katonson jolodo, mandigila dekolodoyo, rabalaba kurabaganda, bakala desiala jila, rakolo dangola desko, brakala dangola damba, rambara ninsin drekada, jamamanangula. Ninsinde, Mandimri Kandrekadai, Arte Kandambusukur days, a break and this Kandorodinsondo, Barianon Dembrangandingisica, I Kandurin in Centrocodo, O Gondiria Saka, Mamba Cateradiano, O Robacutondon Jinderede, Berianon du Sicorodanga, Randundiria Sukorodo, Undiria Sukorodandoria so, O Gorodo, O Gorodo, O Gorodo, oh Gorodo, oh Gorodo, Mangare Seca, Mangara Seca, Mariator de Sere, Borebe Cotro Soco, Abacar de Cardea, Arabalabacure, Mambo Godi Seca, Agoriandoro Soco, Mambo Goro de Seca, Erabacute, 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 Maria Cotobra, Maria Cotobra, Mamma. Mamacorde, Maria Nombre Sacorede, E Debre Sacordega, Maria Nombre Sacorede, Ela Brabadabra Sacoradea, Mambra Badabacrabadea, Ayedeba Secorde, O Gariase, O Gariase, O Gariase, O Gariase, O Gariase, O Gariase, Esira Macurede, Maria Torede, Maria Torede. Mamma Mondorosi, Maria Suturde, Grebalaba Kurde, Manderebe Kurde, Marevaro Koto, Oh Gorosica, Oh Gorosica, Oh Gorosica, Oh Gorosica, Oh Isiboriodo, Risacarade, Rebelliatoso, Zerabacotos, Shakarabacoto. Shekarabakoto, 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 oh you're a second, eh, Sekarade, eh, Sekarade, eh, Sekarade, eh, Sekarade, 
Mercy God, mercy God, mercy God, mercy, 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 mercy. Esekerdei, Maria Kotoro, Maria Kotoro, Mandegre Sekerdei, Brabaraba Korodei, Reberebe Korodei, Zekerdei Korodei, Maria Toro de Seka, Kotoro Sika. Maria Toro Zeta, oh Rabbe Kordi, oh Rabbe Kordi, Rabbe Sagra Sakura, Rabbe Rebra Sakura Dei, Greba Labakura Dei, we worship you Jesus, Serabakura Dei, Mambore Dei Kere Dei, Rabbe Rebbe Kordi, oh Rabbe Kordi, Rebbe Rebbe Kordi, Rebbe Rebbe Kordi, Rebbe Rebbe Kordi, Rebbe Rebbe Kordi, Reverebe Koro, Oji, Osika Mangai, Brahmanengarina, Gambas Ginengile, Eskida Bragadahana, Raila Ganon Zengonzokos, Mamangandengrigadea, Bragandengala Dagar de Gaga, Mangangor de Sikada, Ayakator de Ano, Mambangangor de Amo, Gambare de la Mandambaradea, Rabarabadabado, Rabarabadabado, Manging. Ginji Galabaye, Rayalabosika Mongahla, Mayanansk Ningal and Sumba, Gimbrindi Mirin in Jindrengada, Grangandom Brangala Nangal in Indinde, Rino Mongolin in Sindrimbal in Dangongo, Bingarin in Singringun and Mangal in Ningal in Ninga, Bragala Dangal Sikondo Mundingul in Nanchongongo, O Gogorianongo, Mangangangarianongo Gogo, O Gogor Nengru Gudugo, Brangala Nongong Bungal Yakamongo, Mangonzingam Bangal in Engel and Nengambonga, Amangaledea, Rabalabacorodoyo, Rocolo Decorodaya Nana, Mangolene Sicola Dile, Esitelele, 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 Mangurisica Bacada, Mayana Mondolo de Seca, Oh Gaboge, Gamangilele, Gamangilele. Gamangilele, 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 Esekardea. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Serebahaba, Mamma Manongeba Sekarde, Brabalabaribadea Sekarde, Bayedebo Sokor de Bared, Brabalabacora de Baria de Gurde. Thank you, Jesus. Baria non Cristo Corodea, Baria non Cristo Corodea da Baria, Oh Gaboria da Brusso Corodea. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. 